I want to ask you to turn with me in your Bible to First Samuel chapter 7. We're going to read a few verses out of First Samuel uh, chapter 7 today. And here is what it says. It says, Then all the people of Israel turned back to the Lord. Verse 3, So Samuel said to all the Israelites, If you are returning to the Lord with all your hearts, then rid yourself of the foreign gods and the Ashtoreths, and commit yourselves to the Lord and serve Him only, and He will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. So the Israelites put away their bowels and their Ashtoreths and serve the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Assemble all Israel at Mizpah, and I will intercede with the Lord for you. When they had assembled at Mizpah, they drew water and poured it out before the Lord. On that day, they fasted, and there they confessed, We have sinned against the Lord. The Lord. Now Samuel was serving as leader of Israel. And when the Philistines heard that Israel had assembled at Mizpah, the rulers of the Philistines came up to attack them. When the Israelites heard of it, they were afraid because of the Philistines. They said to Samuel, Do not stop crying out to the Lord our God for us, that he may rescue us from the hand of the Philistines. Then Samuel took a suckling lamb and sacrificed it as a whole burnt offering to the Lord. He cried out to the Lord on Israel's behalf, and the Lord answered him. While Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to engage Israel in battle. But in the this day, the Lord thundered with loud thunder against the Philistines and threw them into such a panic that they routed before the Israelites. The men of Israel rushed out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines, slaughtering them along the way to a point below Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. As we continue to focus on moving on in this brand new week for the month of April, the beginning of the a new quarter, yesterday we agreed that we were no longer going to look backwards, that we were going to move forward. And there's no better example of moving forward than the lessons that we learn in First Samuel chapter 7, which we have been reading. I encourage you to go back and read chapter 6 as well. Israel had moved from Egypt to the Promised Land, and in the desert when things were hard, they had looked back in discomfort, and they almost went back to Egypt had God not taken them through a road that made it impossible for them to return. During that time, they cursed Moses, their leader, and missed the cucumbers and meat they ate in Egypt. But they stayed on and moved on. They were in the promised land when they faced the Philistines at war and conquered them. Verse 12 of 1 Samuel says that Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped. We need to think about the patterns that we follow this morning when things are not going well in our lives, when things are not going well around us. When things are not going well, we ought sometimes, just like the Israelites, we think about returning back to 
where we were. We tend to forget about all of the goodness of God, all of the times when God had taken care of us, when when he had watched over us, when he had removed us from situations in which we felt that we were destined to fail. We forget all of these things when things are not going well. You see, well in our vocabulary is not necessarily what God considers to be well. And that's the reason why he says, in everything to give him thanks. Because there will be situations in your life where you feel that things are not going well for you when God says that it is well. There will be times, just like the Israelites, as they were on the way to the promised land, when things might not look the way that you would perceive to be well. There will be seasons in your life where it will look like it is a challenge. But God says that it is well. He says, move on, my son. Move on, my daughter. Because it is well. So what happens when we encounter challenges in our lives? We tend to want to get out of it by going back. Lord, why can't I be in the place where I was five years ago? Why can't I be in the place where I was 20 years ago? Why, why can't I be happy, Lord? Why can't I be at peace? Why, why, why? And so what we do is we tend to want to go back rather than moving forward. There is God working through us, allowing us to be tested so that he could refine us, so that he could make us stronger than we ever were before. You see, he's working this process in us, just as he did for the children of Israel. And rather than saying, God, I I just want to keep pushing through this, God, because I know that there's good that's coming out of it for me. We say, God, take me back. I want to go back to where I was before. God says, this is not a time for you to be moving backwards. He wants you to move forward this morning. You see, God always has a better plan for forward. God never has a plan for backwards. I want you to think about this again. This morning, Sister Mary very appropriately read the scripture verse of the plans that God has for you. It's plans for a bright future. He has no plan whatsoever of taking you backwards. The plans are always forward-looking. They're always into the future. So if there you are thinking about the way things were, Two years ago, three years ago, five years ago, you're you're not in God's will if you want to go back there. Because God is a forward-thinking God. He's only looking ahead, never looking back. And so therefore, 
we need to adjust our mindset in moving forward. We need to adjust. We need to change our thinking. We don't want to go back to where things were a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. No. We are past. We are well beyond that point. We want to be stepping into this new territory, this new plan that God has for us, for our future. And so, you look at the children of Israel. Bear with me for just a moment. The Philistines had been afflicted by plagues of rats and tumors, and so they had returned to the Ark of Israel. The Israelites, they were rejoicing. They were under Samuel's direction, and Samuel, as you know, was by far one of the greatest leaders that we see in the Old Testament. Samuel, in fact, his name means the word, Samuel means heard of God. And so he, was, he had the ability to hear from God. He, he was raised in the temple under a great mentor, Eli. And, and Eli taught Samuel to pray. And one of the greatest things that we know about Samuel is that he cultivated that ability for him to hear and to understand God's voice as a young boy. You see, what do we need to do if we are walking under, under that same divine leadership this morning? We need to stop listening to our own voices. And we need to Listen to God's voice. We need to hear from God. We need to incline our ear. If you are wishing that you would go back to the way things were two years ago, that's not of God. Because God does not think backwards. He's always thinking forwards. He's saying to you, don't can't go back. There's no point in going back. You are reversing direction if you go back. My plans for you is for a bright future. I didn't see anywhere in the Bible where it says, my plans for you is for a bright past. Rather, it is for a bright future. And so if we look at the example of Samuel, we will see that he listened. That was one of his greatest strengths. First Samuel 3, 9, he, he says, he, he said, speak Lord for your servant is listening. So we need to listen to the voice of God. And when we do that, we will hear from him. And we, we will hear very succinctly, very clearly what he wants to do in our lives. So when we are in these situations that appear to be difficult, we know that God's plans for us is a bright future, so we know that he's going to take us through it. He's not going to take us backwards, but he's going to take us forward. And so what do we need to do? We need to persevere. Because God always has a better plan going forward. Greater days are ahead for us. He tells us that 
Olada will be greater than the former. He's looking forward, not backwards. And so, knowing that there are greater days ahead for us, knowing that there are more pleasurable days ahead for us, knowing that we are headed towards a hopeful end, why would we ever want to find ourselves looking backwards or going backwards? Why would we want to go back to the old messes? Why would we want to go back to the old way of life? The one that led us into the place where we are right now in the first place. You are where you are right now, going through a challenge in your life because of the course that you had taken in the past. And so, unless you want to relive where you are right now, you don't want to go back into the past. No. We want to step out of where we are into that bright future that God has set aside for us, that he has planned for us this morning. And so, therefore, we can have hope today. We can have hope for that bright future that God has promised us. We cannot afford to look backwards. We cannot afford to go back. We cannot afford to relive the bad experiences that we've had. Rather, we want to look forward to the good ones that God has laid out for us. As we focus on this new quarter, this new month of April, I want to encourage you to concentrate, to focus on the great things that God has planned for you so that you can move on. Let us focus on the mighty plans that God has for us in this month of April so that we can uproot ourselves from the place from which we have been stuck for too long. Yes, many of you have been stuck in in park not able to shift into drive. God is saying this morning that it's time to get yourself unstuck. You're not going to go in reverse. You're not going to shift that gear into reverse. No. You're going to shift it into drive this morning. And you're going to move forward. It is time to move forward today. When you see that You have lost some comfort. Know that God was taking you into this new territory. If you're in a place right now where you're feeling like, God, you know, I I am not really in a good place right now. God is allowing you to become uncomfortable where you are right now so that he could take you into that place of comfort. Hallelujah. You have to, you cannot be at ease. Otherwise, you will be complacent. You have to be uncomfortable. You have to experience that period of being uncomfortable so that you can shift into drive. And so God is allowing you to go through that experience today. 
He's allowing you to walk through it. Because he wants to elevate you. He wants to take you out. He wants to move you forward into this new season of your life today. And so therefore, there's no point in looking back. It is too late, saints of God, for us to look back. We must look forward. We must move forward. Move forward with the confidence that God is with us. That we can listen to his voice and we will hear from him this morning. We can move forward with that confidence knowing that he will guide us and that he will direct us. That his rod and his staff will comfort us. We can move forward today knowing that he is our rock, that he is our fortress, that he will not leave us, he will not forsake us. We can move forward today. Knowing that his plans for us are not to harm us, but rather to protect us and to keep us and to strengthen us. Yes, we can move forward this morning in the confidence that we have in the word of God today. Hallelujah. I want to encourage your heart this morning. Whatever place, wherever you are right now. In that place that you are right now, God is saying it is time to move on. It is time to move on. Don't look back anymore. Can't afford to look back. There's only forward from this point on. It is time to step out. Time to shift into drive. Get out of park. Time to stop commiserating being miserable about where you are right now, and rather time to look forward to the bright future, to the new hope that Christ Jesus has brought to you today. It is time. It is time. It is high time. This is the time. This is the moment to move on. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you today. You say to me, Pastor Avenel, yeah, you are right, I have been stuck, yeah, you are right, I have been so focused on what things were that I sometimes miss the voice of God because I'm not listening to the new direction, to the new path that he has set for me. This morning, I want to pray for you that God will grant unto you the ability to hear from him. To hear directly from him this morning. I want to impart that upon you. Not to go through Pastor Avanel to hear from God. But in that quiet times, in those quiet moments when you are one on one with God. That he will grant unto you the ability to hear from him this morning. I want to pray for you. If you want to hear from God today, you want to hear his voice. In order to hear, number one, you have to be willing to listen. So that's the first thing that we're going to pray for. Dial star five to raise your hand. God, grant unto me a listening ear. That's the first prayer we're going to pray this morning. Grant unto me a listening ear. Lord, I have been too busy. I have been too focused on things that were. Too focused on the past. I have blocked 
your voice because I have had the wrong focus all along. So, Lord, grant unto me a listening ear. I want to be focused on you this morning. You see, Samuel had to be focused on the voice of God in order for him to hear God's voice. So I want to pray for you. Number one, that God will grant unto you a listening ear. Number two, that you will hear from him. Star five to raise your hand. I see the hands that are being raised all over the nation this morning. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. God is here. He's here. He says, my son, my daughter, if only you are willing to listen to me, I will guide you and I will direct you and I will lead you into that bright future that I have for you. So many hands raised all over the nation this morning. Heavenly Father, we come before you today. Lord God, I pray for every hand that is lifted right now. Father, I pray, God, that you will fine-tune the ears of your children this morning. Yes, clean them out, Heavenly Father, so that we could listen to your voice. Fine-tune every ear within the sound of my voice, I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, clean out all of the clutter, Lord. Clean it out so that we could hear from you, I pray. Grant unto your children a listening ear. This morning, I pray in the name of Jesus, Father, that when the challenges come, when, when the situations seem overwhelming, Lord God, you will remind your children through this listening ear that you are with them, that you are there to lead them and to guide them. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that your son, your daughter, will hear from you. Lord, let your child hear from you, directly from you. Lord, I pray for that spirit of discernment that removes all of the uh, extra voices, Heavenly Father, so that your daughter, your son, could be focused on your voice today. Lord, let your children hear from you. From you and only you this morning, I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you. I glorify you. And I magnify your name for that which you have done in our midst today. We're just going to spend a little bit more time right here at this very moment. I want to ask each one of you to just pray. Pray with me. Talk to God directly. Don't let it be Pastor Abanel talking to God on your behalf. Go ahead. Just talk to him. Lord, I'm committing to listening to you this morning, God. I, I want to listen to you. I want to listen to your voice, God. I, I, I don't want to dwell in the past. I, I don't want to live in discouragement. I don't want to live in despair, in anger, in wrath. Lord God, teach me to listen to your voice. I humble myself before you. Somebody pray. Lord, I, I, I come before you right now and I submit myself before you, Lord. I pray, oh God, that when you speak, that I will hear. Go ahead, pray this prayer with me. Lord, may I hear when you speak today. Let me hear from you, O God, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. 
We bless the name of the Lord. We thank God for His Word today. I don't know about you, but God surely was speaking directly to to me this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. He was speaking to me, through me. Hallelujah. So I thank God for that word today. I pray that you will take consolation in that word. That you will make that decision. Yesterday we committed, right? That we're going to press forward onto the mark of the high calling of the Lord Jesus Christ. We committed to that yesterday, right? So here's what we're going to do today. We're going to declare and decree Romans chapter 6. Verse 17, if you have turned in your Bible with me to Romans chapter 6 and verse 17. And here is what it says, Romans 6 and 17. It says, bless the Lord. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. And verse 18 And having been set free from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. So here's what we're going to declare this morning. We're going to decree, we're going to stand on Romans 6, 17 and 18. I declare and I decree this morning that I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am no longer a slave to my past. But rather that I... I'm a slave of righteousness. Star five to raise your hand. Hallelujah. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am no longer a slave to my past. But rather, I am a slave to righteousness. In other words, the things that are righteous. That's what I'm standing for. That's what I'm leaning on from this point forward. In the name of Jesus. You're going to free yourself of your past this morning. Star five to raise your hand. You're going to speak that over your life. Many of you, you have loved ones that have been stuck in the past. You're going to declare that over their lives as well. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am no longer a slave to my past. Rather, I am a slave to righteousness. In the mighty name of Jesus. A different version. The, the NIV version says in verse 18 it says you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness so we are free hallelujah bless the name of the lord star five to raise your hand pastor avanel i am no longer a slave to sin i am no longer a slave to my past hallelujah i am a slave to righteousness in the mighty name of jesus go ahead althea good morning I, Althea, declare and decree that according to Romans 28, 17, and 18, that I am no longer a slave to sin or to my past, but I am a slave to righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 6, verses 17 and 18. We are no longer slaves to our past. We are no longer slaves to sin, but rather we are slaves to righteousness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead, my sister Dolores. Good morning, Pastor. Greetings to you and everyone on the line. I declare and decree this morning to Romans 6, 17 and 18. I am no longer a slave to my sins or my past. 
I am a slave to righteousness, and I am free. And I declare this over my daughter, Natasha, and Jada and Carter, and I declare the creed over Robert Stokes. He is free, and he's not a slave to his past. In Jesus' name I pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, I stand in agreement with you, my sister Dolores. Hallelujah. Every single element of your past that have been plaguing you, we destroy in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus. No longer are you a slave to your past. No longer are you a slave to sin. I speak over Robert right now in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer is he chained to that that bondage that have been plaguing him in the name of Jesus. He is no longer a slave to sin. He is no longer a slave to his past, but rather the cloak of righteousness is upon him in the mighty name of Jesus, and he is a slave to righteousness. I speak that over Robert. I speak that over your life, my sister Dolores, over Natasha and Jaden and Carter, in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer slaves to our past. No longer slaves to sin, but rather slaves to righteousness, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Mother Lula, we are standing on Romans six seventeen and 18. Go ahead, Mother Lula. Good morning, Pastor Avenel and everyone else. I declare and decree I stand on Romans six seventeen and 18. I am no longer slave to sin. I am no longer slave to my past. I am a slave to righteousness. Well, myself, my daughter, Nikki, Donnie, Stephanie, Randy, and Earl, and my grandchildren and my great-grand and my sisters and brothers and nieces and nephews and everyone else in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. I speak over your life, my mother Lula, in the name of Jesus, that the, the, the cloak of righteousness has been poured over you, hallelujah, chained to your neck, chained over your head, to your hands, and to your feet. You walk in righteousness. You talk in righteousness. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare and decree it over your children and your children's children and generations to come. In the mighty name of Jesus, that they will walk on the righteousness, that no more will the generational curses follow them in the mighty name of Jesus. That curse is broken in Jesus' name, and they are free from sin. They are free from the bondage of the past in the mighty name of Jesus. We stand in agreement with you today, and we call it done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 I am no longer a slave to sin. I am no longer a slave to my past. But rather, I am a slave to righteousness. Star five to raise your hand. Go ahead, my brother Ola. Good morning, as I have now, Father. I'm standing on Romans six sixteen and seventeen, and declare and decree that I'm no longer a slave to my past or to my sins, but I'm now a slave, a slave to, to righteousness. righteousness. Bless the name, name of the Lord. I speak Hallelujah. over my family, household, and this ministry in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I stand in agreement with you, my brother Ola. I speak over your life right now. Hallelujah. We accept that for the ministry as well, that we no longer will dwell in our past. Hallelujah. We are no longer slaves to our past. We are no longer slaves to sin. But rather, we're going to 
walk under the cloak of righteousness. We are slaves to righteousness this morning in the name of Jesus. My brother, all I claim that for you, for your children, for your children's children, in the name of Jesus, for your wife, for your entire family, for everyone for whom you are standing for. So many, God shows me that you stand in the gap for on a daily basis. An entire clan, God says that you are standing for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So many, 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 many. I see many, 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 many. Hallelujah. Just as Samuel stood in for the children of Israel, God is causing you to stand in, in place for them today, in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your son. Thank you, Lord God, for that grace that you have placed upon his life, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We are no longer slaves to sin. We are no longer slaves to our past. Rather, we are slaves to righteousness. We are standing on Romans chapter 6, verses 17 and 18. Hallelujah. And we are claiming it that it is done. In Jesus' mighty name. My sister Aline, go ahead. Aline, go ahead. Oh, good morning, everyone on the prayer line. I didn't remember the verse. I'm decreeing the decree this morning, Romans chapter 6, uh, verse what? 17 and 18. Verse 17 and 18. I would no longer a slave to sin. My children would be no longer a slave to sin, but to God righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. No more will they be chained to the past, but rather they will look towards the bright future that God has in store for them. In the mighty name of Jesus, we claim it done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead, Alicia. Good morning. Yes, good morning, everyone. I declare and decree this morning, and I'm standing on Romans 6, 17, 17 through 18. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am no longer a slave to my past. Brother, I am a slave to righteousness, and we are set free. I speak this over my daughters, especially for chastity, who set free. My granddaughters, my son, Terrence, and his family, my son-in-law, Ray, and for this ministry, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I stand touch and agree for you, Alicia, in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer are you a slave to sin. No longer are your children slaves to the past. No more will they be hooked to the past. In the mighty name of Jesus, no more. We are stepping forward, my sister Alicia. I'm stepping in with you, standing with you. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord as you step out into this new season of your life today. No more. No more slaves to sin. No more slaves to the past. In the mighty name of Jesus, this is a new season for you. Hallelujah. We claim it done. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The bright future that God has in store for you. It's awaiting you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, I speak that over you. I speak that over your children. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless the Lord. Natasha, go ahead. We are standing on Romans 6, 17, and 18 this morning. Go ahead, Natasha. Good morning, everyone. I declare and decree that my family, my son, and my um, my parents, we are no longer a slave to our sins or our past. But we are slaves to righteousness in Jesus' name. Amen. I touch and agree for you, Natasha, for Jaden, for Carter, for Miguel, for Delois, in the mighty name of Jesus. No longer slaves to sin. Hallelujah. No longer slaves to the past. 
The past is behind you. The future is bright. And we are stepping forward. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that over your life and over your family, over your loved ones today, in your career, hallelujah, you're stepping forward into a new territory in the mighty name of Jesus. That which God has planned for you, it is yours today. In the name of Jesus, we claim it done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We are no longer slaves to sin. We are slaves to righteousness. In Jesus' name. Go ahead, my sister Rosette. Good morning, everyone on the line this morning. Good morning, Pastor Avenel. Good morning. I Good morning. I decree and declare, according to Romans six, seventeen and eighteen, I am no longer a slave to my sin, and no longer a slave to the past, but rather a slave to righteousness, as I will walk forward in righteousness. For myself, my household, my family, and for those that I stand in the gap for. And this morning, especially for my sister Maud. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. That which has been keeping, keeping you chained to the past, God has broken every chain in the name of Jesus. As you move into your future, today. Hallelujah. As you have declared, as it has been spoken, the chains are broken in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak and stand in agreement for Maud, even right now. Hallelujah. That God has released her from the chains of sickness in the mighty name of Jesus. And he has set her free. Yes, she is free indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. No more, no more chains of the past, no more, no more slaves to sin, no more, but rather you are a slave to righteousness in the mighty name of Jesus. We stand touch and agree for you, my sister Rosette, and we call it done in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. My brother Victor, we are standing on Romans 6 and 17 and 18. We are no longer slaves to sin, no longer slaves to a past, hallelujah, but we are slaves to righteousness. Go ahead, my brother. Yes, I'm no longer a slave to sin, and I'm no longer a slave in the past. I have righteousness, which the Father has given me, and I move forward with the mighty God. Amen. Amen. My brother Victor, I speak into your life right now that you are no longer a slave to sickness in the name of Jesus. You are no longer a slave to anxiety. You are no longer a slave to fatigue. I bind that spirit of infirmity over your body right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare and decree that you are freed from this moment forward. Hallelujah. For the various things in your life that you have been seeking God to free you from today. Hallelujah. From this moment forward, you have been freed by the power of the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. And we call it done. Father, thank you for cleansing and washing your son today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 What a joy to know, hallelujah, that we can step forward in confidence, in boldness today, knowing that God has given us the freedom to do so. He has given us the authority to do so this morning. And so we no longer need to be chained to the past. We are moving forward. 
In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let the children of God say amen. Go ahead and say amen. Amen and amen. What a joy it has been to have been with you on this morning. And we thank God for the word we're going to. Uh, we're going to listen again on the 8, 8 a.m. session. You know, we have a live session at 8 a.m. That's when we take a little bit more time to take prayer requests and 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 so on and more praise reports on the 8 a.m. Eastern Time session. We do that. So if you're able to join in, um, you can do that. That's in about 40 minutes or so. I also want to let you know that all week long that... Um, that um we are I'm leading the nine PM sessions as Pastor Tim and his new wife Bobby uh are, are out just for a few days, uh enjoying the sun a little bit before they come back into the normal uh course of, of the of our days. And so what we're doing at the 9 p.m. session, it's going to be different than what you normally have been experiencing with Pastor Tim. I just carry a different kind of grace. And so on the 9 p.m. sessions, we are we are praying together, we are praising together. Uh, we do have the word as well, but uh, we we have we just have Holy Ghost fire falling down on the 9 p.m. sessions today. Uh, and so we, I was gonna say Pentecostal fire falling down. If you would like to join me on the 9 p.m. sessions uh, this week, it's gonna be different than what you're used to. Um, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And we also have uh, the 12 noon sessions as well uh, with uh, Mother Ferdinand and Sister Victoria. It has been a source of great uh, encouragement to many, many folks. So if at any time over the course of the day you feel like you, know, you need to recharge, uh, join in on the 12 noon session as well. Invite somebody to uh, join in uh, with you as well. Hallelujah. I thank God for you, for every single one of you. I want to let you know this morning that truly, 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 I cherish you. I appreciate you so very, very, very much, every single one of you. And um, somebody said to me the other day, they said, they said to me, how do you remember all of these names and all of these people? And I thank God for that grace that he has given me. It's because of that that connection that we have one towards another. Uh, I'll tell you this, if you have mentioned a relative or or a friend or anyone on the line over the course of time, it registers in my mind. Just bear that. So be careful who you're asking for prayer for because I will be constantly praying for them. Um, and so I want to continue to do that for you and for your family as well. Praise God. And um, I also want to thank God for those of you who um, support the ministry through your giving through this very difficult year. I want to tell you what the Lord has showed me when I was so concerned. He says, don't be anxious for anything. He says, I'm going to raise up those who will support you in that ministry. And so those of you who are giving, as you know, this is, this is new seed, right? This is new seed. This is, this is a young ministry. You know that. And what happens when you when you invest into something, when you plant it into the ground and, and you're seeing it sprouting up, it's going to bear much fruit. So I speak into your life right now that even as you support this work, as you support this ministry, that you will bear abundant fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank God for you. 
I thank God for your obedience to listening to the voice of God when he says, you've you got to give, you've got to sow, you've got to plant into this work because my kingdom must move on along with you. You can't move on without my kingdom. The kingdom must move along with you. And so we give God thanks and praise for you. You want to give today, you want to sow. Maybe you need to make up your tithing for the year. We are now in the second quarter of 2021 already. Time flies. So if you haven't started, this is a good time to start. Your tithe, your offering, your seed. Fulfillchurch.com is the website, or you can also call or text us. Some people prefer to call in, 857-342-3440. If you have a prayer request that you also you don't want to make public on the line, uh, you're welcome to call me at any time, 857-342-3440. In this phase of my life, God has allowed me the time for me to commit to uh to the ministry in this I don't know what what else is going to happen but for right now I promise you that if you call nobody else will call you back but me so I want to uh encourage you to call in if you have a request that you want to you want to put in you want me to stand in with you and intercede for you praise God and of course uh we will take the additional requests on the 8 a.m. session today and also in the evenings 9 p.m. we take requests as well as uh, 12 noon. I thank God for every single one of you this morning. What a joy, what an honor it is to be able to share with you this morning, to open up my day with you today. I really, truly, truly appreciate you so very much. And remember, we love you, but God loves you even more. 